welcome to episode two of the Dave Witty Show. Your host, Dave Witty. Folks, thanks for tuning in to episode two. Big thanks to everybody who uh, who checked out episode one with Peter Green. Big thanks to Peter as well for stopping in and kind of being the guinea pig on this new project I'm working on. Thanks for all the uh, kind comments, shares, and messages I got over the last week or so. It, uh, it's really, really helped a lot, and, and all the constructive criticism I've got so far. Thank you so much to uh, everybody who's been out there. Um, this week, we have another artist featured, uh, Matt Cook, a.k.a. Mozzie. Um, Matt's from Newfoundland, has been living in Toronto for the last number of years. He uh, has been home for the last few months with his partner. They're home since, um, you know, just before Christmas. With everything COVID going on in Ontario, they decided to come home and make sure they could get up in the woods and, and that kind of stuff. So uh, Matt's on and, and we chat all things music. You know, we chat, you know, playing in Toronto and, and in Newfoundland. Um, we chat about our trip to, when we played in Mexico together and uh, chat a little skateboarding and some sea shanties and, and it's a great interview so make sure you stick around for that one um it's a previously recorded um interview i did it with matt uh last week today on the day i'm recording is tuesday february 9th um you know today just a few hours ago they announced uh, a ton of new cases here in newfoundland especially on the east coast of the island uh, so probably for the next few weeks, I will be, uh, taking these, these interviews, uh, virtually and, you know, kind of trying to do them through zoom and stuff like that. Um, and, and, you know, as, as a musician, you know, life as a musician, again, kind of looks a bit bleak for the next few weeks, you know, with a lot of things going to be shut down and, uh, reduced capacities. I think, you know, we've been very, very lucky and blessed here in Newfoundland that, uh, we managed to kind of get through the, the summer and, and the majority of the winter with, with very low cases and, uh, you know, I managed to get some work, you know, playing music around town and, and there's been stuff on the go, but, uh, unfortunately with today's news, it's looking like a lot of things are, uh, are shutting down. I was booked to play at the jib fest weekender in Cornerbrook in a couple weeks time with, uh, with the full band. And, um, you know, the guys postponed that till next year, you know, and, and with no fault of their own, they're just trying to make sure everybody stays safe and, and that stuff. So big shout out to, uh, to the jib fest crew for, you know, trying to pull that off and, and also doing the right thing by kind of pull and shoot on it. So, um, you know, with, with regards to Newfoundland and stuff, we just kind of, kind of hold fast now and, and try to buckle down, make sure you're being safe and, and, and wearing your masks and, and washing your hands and, and trying to stay within your bubbles so we can kind of get out of this in the clear at the other side of it. Uh, it's always very unfortunate. So we just got to kind of, you know, like you say, buckle down. Um, the Super Bowl was just this past weekend. Tom Brady took it down seventh Super Bowl. Uh, this guy is just incredible. There's no, no question. He's the goat. I'm a Green Bay Packers guy. I love Aaron Rodgers. Think he's just uh, amazing, but there's no denying, um, the talent of Tom Brady. Maybe for anybody who who isn't a football fan, a, a big football fan, might have thought the game might have been a little boring. But you know, as a person who who's you know pretty big into football, I, I enjoyed the the game, watching Tom Brady pick apart those defenses, and uh, you know, with 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 not a light opponent, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, they're a, a great team as well. So that was a phenomenal performance by by Tom Prady. And uh, the weekend put off a really neat show. I thought that was really cool. You know, to do that by yourself just on that stage was was amazing. It was a really, really fun thing. Uh, the Leafs are the Leafs are rolling right now. Five wins and five games. Uh, Austin Matthews got eight goals, I think, in the last eight games. Like this guy's just on fire right now. Uh, the North Division in the NHL has been so much fun. I, I mentioned it on my on my previous episode, but um, you know 
these rivalries that have been building are just so much fun. I think they're only going to get better as, as time moves on. Uh, when these guys are playing each other eight, nine, ten times a year, it's uh, it's going to be just crazy, crazy hockey to watch. Um been super fun unfortunately you know there's been a lot of covid cases and complications going on in the u.s so some of those divisions have definitely been um you know have been uh reduced and and games have been postponed and canceled and stuff like that but thankfully the north division has been safe so far so keep on rolling on and i hope everybody's been enjoying the hockey season so far uh locally like i mentioned here you know with with the new cases and stuff uh Everything's going to be pretty low key, I think, for the next few weeks here, unfortunately. But you know, that's that's the nature of this this beast. It it, it doesn't really uh, have any rules. It makes its own, that's for sure. So everybody kind of got to buckle down. Uh, recently, just this weekend past, they um, they did the uh, the Music and L Awards here in Newfoundland, where they um, they did it virtually this year. You know, obviously with COVID and they practiced in social distancing and stuff like that. Uh, they did it virtually. All the showcases were uh, were online for the public to see, which I thought was great. It was really, really fun. They did it at the Canadian Navy Soundstage. Um, most of the most of the artists, especially the, obviously the ones locally here in St. John's and stuff. So I thought that was a pretty neat way to get to see some of these artists perform live, and you know some stripped down versions and stuff. They also uh, announced the award winners. You know, there's a lot of a lot of great artists uh, nominated and stuff like that, uh, and a lot of great artists here in Newfoundland who won awards. Friends of mine, obviously Rum Ragged. I think they took down three awards. You know, Justin Fancy took down a couple of awards. Uh, Ruben Rake another award or maybe two. Um, Nick Earl, uh, Greg Smith took down an award for, for, um, volunteer, I believe, and, and media person of the year. Greg's a, Greg's a great friend and, you know, works at VOCM, hoping to have him on, on eventually. And, uh, so yeah, big congrats to, to all the nominees. Um, that about, you know, kind of concludes the intro here. I'm going to move it over to, uh, push it over to Matt here now for in a minute, just for, uh, for that interview. And, um, um, yeah, like you say, I'm, I'm just kind of trying to get the swing of it here, and, and I'm hoping to get one of these out every week now as, as I get the hang of it more and more. So uh, stick around for a great interview with Mozzie. And I'd like to welcome Matt Cook, a.k.a. Mozzie, to the Dave Witty Show. Thanks for joining me today. Matt, how you doing, man? Best guy, man. Thanks for having me, Dave. Yeah, right on. Um, well, this is going to be the second episode, obviously, of the podcast. So once again, I just want to thank you for coming on. And, uh, you know, I wanted to get the uh, get a little chat out of you and to let the folks at home kind of know who you were. So maybe you could let everybody know uh, who you are, uh, where you're from, and, and kind of maybe what got you started in music. Sure. Sounds good. Um, I'm Matt Cook. I grew up in CBS, uh, which is in Newfoundland. Started uh, playing music out there in jazz band in high school. Had a band uh, after high school with some buds from high school uh, called Baytown, and I think that's probably around the time that we met. Uh, we played around the St. John's scene for a long time, and um, after that, I moved to Toronto and started a new project called Mozzie. So my latest project, Mozzie, has uh, one EP and a few singles out, and uh, it's kind of like indie psych pop. And that's primarily my music output these days, besides uh, ses session stuff with some other bands in Toronto and cover bands and stuff like that. So Right, right, yeah. right. That's the, yeah. So before I dig into the kind of the Mozzie stuff, as, as I know, that's that's the main project that you're working on right now. Mm -hmm. um, I want to kind of go back a little bit, you know, to the time maybe when we met. I know uh, you had the group Baytown Connection. Uh, it was Baytown Connection, and then it, it changed to Baytown, I believe, right? Yeah, what was the right. reason behind that? It was just just wanted to drop it or simpler or yeah in hindsight i guess it's really not a huge difference but uh i think we wanted to simplify was the main thing 
But the idea was that uh, I think at the time I was living in town and the buys were still living in CBS, which right, is right. considered the Bay. So it was the Baytown connection that we had. <laughs> and then eventually we were just kind of like, yeah, we'll just drop it and simplify it to Baytown. And and how long did, did you guys play together with, with Baytown? With, I know it was pretty much the same members right up until pretty much the last going off there, I believe. But how long was that band kind of together? Yeah, I'd say without thinking too hard about it, probably about 10 years. Right, yeah, yeah. So I, I think that was around the time we had met. I remember doing some gigs together. Um, yeah. I think At Ship's End actually did a couple of gigs with Baytown, the Tibbs Eve shows perhaps. And I do remember, For sure. actually, I remember coming to see Baytown at a show at the ship before I had ever met you and being like, damn, these guys are really good, great vocals, great songwriting. I was Cheers. really, really Thanks, impressed. Yeah. And that was before we had, we had known each other. Obviously, we've we've gotten to know each other well over the years, and we've worked together on a ton of projects ourselves That's and, right, yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, since the Baytown stuff, obviously, you've moved on from that. You, uh, you've you been living in Toronto for a number of years now. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, what, what kind of made you move to Toronto, and what was the idea behind that, and, and what have you been doing in Toronto since then? Sure. Yeah, I think um, at the time in St. John's, I was kind of uh, known for being the front man of Baytown. And we were doing like pretty good, um, doing like bigger shows at the Rock House and stuff like that. Uh, I was sort of wanting to sort of branch out and try new things in music, play in different sorts of bands and try different roles in a band, not just the songwriter and front man. I wanted to kind of be a, a guitar player, bass player and... Um, seemed like Toronto t- would be a good spot to um, do that and kind of get into like a new music scene. Um, so I moved there. I think you were living there at the time and uh, we were doing lots of hanging and um, took about a year to sort of get involved with uh, different music scenes, but um, kind of met up with some some guys from the east end of Toronto uh, and they were playing sort of like old style rock and roll the band, um, old, early, uh, Bo Diddley and, uh, stuff like that. So it was kind of more rootsy and sort of what I wanted to try out. And I started playing with them and it was sort of a learn as you go type situation. So, you know, uh, can you play bass? Well, can you play bass this, uh, Saturday for a three hour gig and learn these songs on the spot? And so you, you have to pick up pretty quickly and, yeah, that was fun, uh, kind of playing in a bunch, and that sort of led to playing in a bunch of different bands and uh, playing bass for my friends Lenny Bull and Side Hustle uh, as of recently. Um, and during that time, I've kind of I kind of took a break from uh, putting out original music and was sort of building up some songs and trying to think about what I wanted to do next. And that's sort of when I I. I figured out what it was I wanted to do uh, sonically and then just trying to come up with a name. And that's when I landed on Mozzie looking through dictionaries, Newfoundland dictionaries of uh, slang terms and things like that. Right. And maybe for anybody who's um, who's tuning in, not from Newfoundland, uh, I would imagine most Newfoundlanders kind of know the term Mozzie. Uh, maybe you could explain what Mozzie is to a non-Newfoundlander. Sure. And it's kind of funny because it is kind of mozzie right now. It's a term that refers to the weather, and it's particularly a like warm, hazy, mild day. Um, and today is seven degrees in February, so we, <laughs> this would be classic with a bit of fog. This would be a mozzie day, I figure. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's for sure. So yeah, so that's pretty neat. So um, I, I remember, you know, we had known each other a little bit um, in in Newfoundland. Obviously, we played some shows together, but we weren't really close friends. You know, we just kind of bumped around each other and 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 known each other from shows. But I remember the first time actually hanging out with you in Toronto. Um, 
you invited me over to your place and uh, we sat down and drank tea and played scat for about four hours. Uh, and then I knew from there that we probably we've become really good friends ever since then. And, and obviously and we did. We, and we worked over the years together on, on a bunch of projects. Uh, yeah. you, I remember we played the George Street Festival. Uh, you were a guitar player and I, I think you were playing uh, Steel. Was it in the... Yeah. I posted a picture a few days ago of, uh, of an old show from uh, one of the George Street Festivals and you're playing Steel in that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah like pe- uh, Pedal Steel. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, or so, uh, Lap Steel. Lap Steel, the, yeah. The easier one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, um, I I do remember. You know, we lived together as well in Toronto for uh, for a year or so. Um, on, yeah, that's uh, right. On Tecumseh, on Tecumseh uh, Street, with many others. There was a, a ton of people who who lived in that house. You know, um, I basically had moved to, to Toronto, and um, I was looking for a place to live. I, a friend of mine suggested that. Um, I go chat with this guy about moving in who happened to be Rob Bebnick, who's a great comedian in Toronto Indeed. from Kitchener. Um, and I went and met up with Rob and I moved into his place the next day. It was a really cheap rent. And I think gradually over the course of a year, year and a half, everybody kind of moved out and we started kind of moving everybody in. It kind of became yeah. the kind of Newfoundland almost embassy of, of, of our group of friends anyway for, sure. for Toronto, right? So, yeah. I mean, uh, actually, if you YouTube uh, me, there's a, there's a video that our dear friend Justin Tobin actually filmed That's right. in, that, uh, yeah. in that living room of originally the Lizzie video. Right. Um, in a different key. It was before it was ever yeah. released. And uh, you're playing the Glockenspiel. Right. And... Um, uh, also a guitar with five strings on it, which is also hilarious. But, you know, that's how it was in Toronto those days, you know. It was, those were great times, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right on. So um, one other thing I wanted to ask you about some of the groups that you do uh, in, in Toronto. Mm-hmm. I know, uh, I'm not sure if you're still involved with this, but you were involved with the Shanty Group, I believe, right? Yeah, and, that's right. And right now, everything that's going on, you know, with the TikTok craze and the sea shanties, like maybe you can tell everybody a little bit about what that group was. Because I know you traveled. You did sure. a bunch of stuff in the U.S. and, yeah. and touring through Canada and a and yeah. bunch of big festivals and stuff. So yeah. yeah, maybe give a little insight into that. Sure. Uh, again, from that group of uh, pals that I met uh, from the East End of Toronto, uh, a guy in particular, James Mackay, who's an amazing fiddle player and guitar player, um, really interested in roots and traditional music, Celtic music. Uh, he knew a lot of like Acadian fiddle, fiddle music and he was really interested in uh, the shanty, like whole kind of work song um that genre and uh he started a, a shanty group in toronto it was all acapella too right? it was yeah. yeah all acapella and when he found out i was from newfoundland you know i was pretty much just like pushed into the group <laughs> without much choice and uh i was happy to do it because it was um it was a really good time and uh we had a bunch of members from lemon bucket orchestra who are sort of like a klezmer party band a big 17 piece um, a band that would play around in Toronto. And so a lot of crossover members there from different groups and, um, everybody would kind of learn like a few songs and bring them to the table. And, uh, you know, it wasn't one lead singer. It was, everybody knew a few and you'd kind of do the research on the songs, talk right. a bit, a bit about where they were from and what they were used for as far as the work. And, um, yeah, the, the group started doing pretty good around Toronto and there's actually a lot of like shanty festivals that are held around the world so if you have a a shanty group that's any good at all like it's pretty niche so you can probably get invited to there so yeah uh in mystic connecticut there's one every year yeah i remember you telling me about that so basically you guys were ahead of the the sea shanty tiktok kind of thing you know which was yeah yeah, that was pretty neat yeah thanks for that and and i remember um 
around that same time, actually, we had traveled to Mexico together because I was, That's I right. think I had been moved back home at the time. Um, I've been doing a, a gig in, in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico for a number of years. And, mm-hmm. um, um, they were looking for an extra piece to, to just, just to not be just a solo act. So Indeed. I approached Matt and, uh, I actually invited Matt down to come down and, and perform with me. And we spent two and a half months, I think yeah. down at Murphy's Irish pub in Puerto Vallarta performing music. Right. And, um, I'm not sure, Matt, how much, like, kind of, you know, the traditional stuff. I think you got into it probably a little bit more once you got to Toronto and doing yeah. the, the shanty stuff, I, I think. Right. I remember you yeah. saying that. And But once we got down there, um, we performed together, and mm-hmm. Matt was playing mandolin and guitar and, and obviously vocals, and I was playing guitar, and I was pretending to play the mandolin occasionally. Um, maybe you could, like, give a little insight about that trip to, to anybody at, at home. Jeez, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was one to remember for sure. Uh, or not remember. <laughs> yeah, it flows down there. Uh, well, we gig five nights a week, I think. We, we did. St- we started with three nights a week, and then eventually we're just kind of like, you know what, put us down there as much as you can. But it was really fun, man. Walk down to the beach every day, kind of uh, try to take in as much of the sort of hot lifestyle that we could doing like day trips out around Puerto Vallarta down to Boca mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Yalapa and different things. Exactly, and yeah. uh, some of our friends would be coming through, do some zip line things in the daytime and then the nighttime go down to the pub and play our two or three hour set. And um, yeah, that was fun too. Cause we'd it'd be like when we're off learning new songs to try out, bring the songs down, play them different crowds every night. It was, you know, sometimes it'd be slimmer crowds. Other times it'd be a lot of like expats coming down a popular vacation spot. But there was always, remember the band that was playing after us? Of course, La Tres Cuartos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mario and the boys, they still yeah. played. They're actually monsters in that yeah, scene down they there. Are, they yeah. are, uh, you know, really well respected within Puerto Vallarta. And um, yeah, Absolute monsters. I remember the very first time that I had ever gotten to perform in Puerto Vallarta, I showed up and the band of, of all Mexican musicians had learned a bunch of my tunes without <laughs> me even asking them. It was, it was very shocking and yeah. uh, very humbling. I mean, those guys, they think the world of both myself and you. They Every time I'm still down there, they always ask, make sure you're okay and what that's you've been so up sweet. to. Yeah, and, no, really awesome. great guys. Really yeah, great guys. Are. That'd actually be someone who I'd love to get on the podcast one of these days. Oh, I think yeah. that would be interesting too. Just to chat with them about the scene down there. I think it'd be a great uh, look for the for the listeners at home um one thing that reminded me uh, in mexico and i'm kind of trying to transition into this was uh i remember you brought your skateboard to to puerto vallarta that's right so i I wanted to ask you a little bit about skateboarding and maybe some of the influence that that has had on you over the years you know not within music but just something that is you know maybe connected the two or, or whatever yeah yeah i mean i think i was probably more involved in skateboarding uh than music at at that time in my life which was early, like grade seven, grade eight, uh, just thought it looked super cool. And then when I moved uh, to CBS, kind of met up with some local guys, Brian Windsor and uh, some other dudes and started skateboarding. And kind of that was my thing that I got into. And it's all I did like during lunchtime, after school, every day. And it was it was more than just like kind of trying to learn how to skateboard. It was sort of like the my whole lifestyle was around that. And 
sort of about being independent and kind of like progressing on your own as opposed to like group sports, which I never got into a lot. Like played a little bit of basketball when I was younger, despite my um, vertical, <laughs> ver- my vertical challenge that I have. But um, no, skateboarding like kind of really stuck with me because it was sort of like an art form in a way that you can express yourself through trick choice and like spots and what you want to do. And uh, still skateboard less these days, but uh, always something I was close to and always something like uh, I, I did throughout my life. And then the people you meet through it were really cool. There's a great scene here in St. John's. Um, Jared Hako and a bunch of the guys like really keep it alive and put out videos all the time. And um, yeah, it's a great, great way to meet like-minded people. And I think that was uh, like really helped with my music progression as well, like being that independent and... Yeah, so, you know, that's one thing I've always found with, with skateboarding is, is the culture of it has always been very unique to me, you know. Um, everybody kind of sticks together. Everyone's super positive. And, you know, I've always found that kind of overflowed with music as well. It's kind of the same thing. Everyone's kind of one big family, especially here in St. John's. Everyone kind of plays with each other in different groups and, and different things. So um, that's kind of where I've always found the, the connection between skateboarding and, and music. So For sure. Yeah, so I always found that pretty neat. So I kind of just want, yeah, just wanted to ask you about that as and, and, and what you had thought of the connection to it. So um, moving along, I wanted to ask you about some of the Mozzie stuff that you've been doing as of late. Sure. Um, I know you just released a couple new videos with Robert Kelly. You did in the studio, Indeed. and yeah. um, you put out a record just last year, I believe, right? Or an EP, sorry. EP in 2018, and this past year I released two singles. Right. Sorry. Yes. Yep. Um, maybe maybe tell about uh, the about a little bit what you've been doing, especially pre. COVID. I want to hear about what's going on in Toronto and some sure. of the stuff you've been doing, maybe who you've been playing with yeah. in the band or, or whatever. Sure. Uh, so we put out the EP in 2018 and uh, just working on uh, writing more material, kind of really focused on uh, writing the best material I can and putting it out there. Um, I had been performing a lot with like the other bands that I had been in. So performing with Mozzie wasn't like the main focus right away. Um, we did do like a CMW showcase uh, at the Riverly, um, which was really fun, and a couple other shows throughout the year over the past few years. Um, but mostly focused on uh, kind of writing as much as I can and picking the best songs and working on them. Uh, work, so last year, um, went in with my friend Greg Giesbrecht and uh, we recorded uh, two two or three songs. Uh, we worked pretty hard on those and um, just released them last year. Uh, the, usually the recording process is like uh, getting Nick Coltis-Clark to come in and play a drum day and then me and Greg kind of going in the studio and I'm playing most of the instruments uh, otherwise, but we're kind of making the choices together of, of what goes where. Um, and then if there's a live show, I've got kind of a Toronto group uh, lined up, um, some different guys. Uh, Stuart Retallick was playing keys with me for a long time. Um, Nick Coltis-Clark on drums. Um, yeah, just some of the guys that would come in and out right right yeah. another thing i wanted to ask you i want to ask you more about mozzie too but it just it just popped in my head 
You have another group, the Mauve Tones. Am I saying that right? Mauve Tones. Mauve Tones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of like a cover group that you do. And I know you do a bunch of shows in Toronto and yeah. uh, got a couple Newfoundlanders in the group. So maybe talk about that a little. Yeah. So that's more of like a Saturday night party band, three hour sets. And um, yeah, we're doing, uh, we had, I'm trying to think now. It's been a while since I've been there, but uh, Andrew Bolas was playing bass, amazing bass player and singer. Everybody kind of sings tunes. Um, we had Galen Pelly from, um, the East Coast. He's from Nova Scotia, but he would p- be playing drums. And again, Stuart Retallick was playing keys. Um, and the lineup would change depending on who was available, but that was kind of the core members Greg for a Bruce, long time. Greg Bruce, I believe, played a couple of sets with you. And I, yeah. and I know Greg was also a member of Baytown as well in yeah. the last, last few years. Indeed. Greg's a fantastic musician. Amazing. Uh, you know, extremely well-rounded. Yeah. Uh, so diverse. Yeah. You know, you, you could talk to this guy about talk to this guy about music. You know, for days and days, and he's just you know really really knowledgeable and mm-hmm. uh, very interesting to chat to. So for I just sure. wanted to ask you about that a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, you, you've been home now for a few months back in yep. and back in Newfoundland. Indeed. Um, obviously with with the pandemic going on, you know, it's probably been a little tough in Toronto to. Uh, to get out and do some things. So sure. maybe, you know, you've been home. So what have you been up to since you've been home? Yeah. Um, me and my partner left uh, Toronto in September. We had a pretty decent decent summer there, considering not a lot of things were open. All, obviously, live music was gone. But we did our, our best to kind of get out and go camping. Um, we sort of left... Um, we left in September and came back, uh, drove across the... Uh, the Maritimes and camped along the way and came back to Newfoundland, uh, made sort of a trip out of it, which was great. So since we've been home, been sort of like reconnecting with, with buds and, um, seeing lots of live music, been playing a little bit with, uh, another cover group, working on lots of writing and stuff at home. Um, mostly just getting outside and really enjoying kind of what I missed about Newfoundland when I was in Toronto, which was, uh, the nature and kind of getting out and, you know, enjoying being able to drive for 10 minutes and be in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Which well, is obviously awesome. that is one of the, the beautifulest and the nicest, beautifulest, beautifulest. things about, uh, about Newfoundland, you know, yeah. and, and I think anybody who's from here can really relate to that. Uh, anybody who's maybe listening from not from Newfoundland, uh, when you get the chance, you should come check it out because, yeah. uh, like Matt had just described, you know, within 10 minutes, you can leave downtown St. John's and you can be, uh, neck deep in in woods or or water so i love it yeah and i and i know that's that's one of the things you you really love is is being outside and being in nature and obviously this sure. the spot for that yeah. um do you have any big plans for i don't want to say after covid because there's no real yeah. sign of that i don't really know obviously you know there's a vaccine rollout going yeah. on it seems to be a little slower than I think everybody had hoped, but it is yeah. in the process. So do you have any plans, say, you know, uh, are, are you heading back to Toronto? You want to stay in Newfoundland or, or what's kind of the situation there? Sure. So uh, I think I'll be uh, heading back to Toronto maybe in the spring. It kind of depends on the pandemic, but uh, going back and, um, you know, my life has been there for the last eight years. So um, going back and settling back in, seeing how that goes, I've had like a good uh, feel for what Newfoundland has to offer again. And it's been really great being back here. And I know what Toronto has to offer. So where I am in the long term, I think is kind of like up in the air. I think I will be going back to Toronto to sort of of um feel out that next sort of part of my life um 
anyone who knows me knows that I like traveling a lot and like, again, the nature and um, being able to work and write music from kind of anywhere is a real advantage to me. And that's sort of why I've been focusing more on writing and things lately. And I think uh, roaming around once it opens up again Mm -hmm. and going Europe or wherever, beating beating it around you know yeah absolutely yeah. down to mexico <laughs> yeah absolutely i i can't wait to get back to mexico i will definitely be heading back next year if if it Indeed. all allows uh yeah. and by all means if you're you're out around please please pop in no um i want to thank you matt for coming in this afternoon really Cheers, appreciate Dave. for uh for, for coming in and, and, and joining me on this episode um maybe for anybody who's at home um you could let everybody know where to find you on uh, on the interwebs. Sure, man. Uh, Mozzie Music is the handle on pretty much all of them. So Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, even on the old TikTokie. So check it out. Um, working on some new tunes. Hopefully, release them this year. And uh, yeah, thanks, Dave. All right, on, man. So, uh, oh, and I got one last question before we go. Yeah. Um, if you had to choose between one, between two, sorry. Who would you want to win the 2021 Stanley Cup? The Toronto Maple Leafs or the Montreal Canadiens? I'm a Felix Potvin man. I was a goaltender fan uh, from day one. I'm so, going to go with the Leafers, Yeah, buddy. right on. All right, thanks, oh, yeah. Matt, for popping in, and we'll okay. see you soon, buddy. Cheers. Cheers, man. Big thanks to Matt Cook, a.k.a. Mozzie, for joining me for that interview. Um, really, really fun and insightful to you know what he does every day. And uh, I love chatting about the sea shanties. That was a bunch of stuff I, I didn't quite know about. And I thought that was that really, really funny and comical. So uh, big thanks to Matt. Um, I wanted to give a little shout out to uh, to a, uh, a local guy here um, just this weekend. Uh, we found out he passed away suddenly, um, 22 years old, Mike Penton, originally from Fogo Island. He's been in St. John's the last couple of years, member of a band called the Crying Jags, and uh, just a fantastic uh, entertainer, such great presence. Uh, everything I've seen online the last you know few days, it's just just how much how kind this guy was and, and how much you know energy he provided and he brought to the room and nobody could ever say a bad thing about him so uh, i just wanted to mention from me you know um my sincerest condolences to uh to the family of mike and you know to all the friends and, and anybody who knew him who uh who, who was he might have touched their lives so uh really sorry to hear that news and uh, that was a tough thing to tough thing to see here locally in st john's um that about does it for me folks thanks again for tuning in and uh we'll see you next week peace